Hello, I am Steve the Limey. And I am Blake the Yank. And we are here to launch our fantastic, wonderful, exciting podcast coming to you. And we're bringing music from both sides of the Atlantic. New, old music and old, new music. And all that great American stuff that shows you how the Brits really learned to rock. Yeah, you will. (laughs) We hope you enjoy it. You know, it's funny, I just noticed what we did with Joe Cocker, Delta Lady, and I just looked, and it it must have been subconsciously done. She's a lady. So it's all about you ladies. That's why we love ladies. And they love singing about you guys, and we love listening. Okay, Tom, show them what you've got. She's a lady. Whoa, 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 she's a lady. You're thinking, why isn't Steve, like, singing instead of talking to me? I'm just thinking, why isn't that Tom Jones? I'm in between jobs like that, but I'm for hire, and I'm really cheap. He will do the palace, probably Buckingham, definitely Vegas. Expenses, nice hotel, you have to, I won't charge you a lot, but give me a good time and I'm there. But she's never in the way, always something nice to say, what a blessing. We had Tom Jones. We had a lot of fun. And I'm going to throw in one more bit of trivia just because I can't help myself. And this stuff just sticks in my head. You know, Tom Jones had another nickname that my mother told me about. And it had nothing to do with underwear, I promise. He was also the man in black. There was a lot of men in black. Yes. All my heroes were in black. Since I was five years, you know. Yeah, think about this. Batman was in black. Zorro was in black. Paladin was in black. Roy Orbison. Yes, that was Elvis's hero. And that's why Elvis started dyeing his hair at an early age. A lot of people don't know that. If you look huh. back at really young pictures of Elvis, he didn't look like a cockatoo like you. That's all right. I can't believe it. I do this guy's hair too. You stink. That's I know it. a cockatoo. I my T-shirt. Cause you it take so- that back. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. No, but... And no, I'm Dolph Lundgren now just... in Rocky IV. Check it out. It's nah, you got a spiky. long way. Keep on pumping the iron. Get <laughs> I back will to... break you. Okay. <laughs> All right, I forgot where I was at now. <laughs> we were talking about Tom jo- I mentioned that Tom Jones was the man in black, as was Roy Orbison and yeah. Johnny Cash. Yeah, but a lot more the men, men in, black. in black, though, too. Just, yeah, not just Johnny Cash. Everybody. Alvin Stardust. He was an English. He, Alvin Stardust? No. Did they give him that nickname, though, the man in black? Because <laughs> that's what my mother had said, was that Tom Jones was called that, and my dad was like, no, Johnny Cash was called the man in black, and my mom also said, so was Roy Orbison. And I'm thinking, wow, we got a trifecta of yeah. nicknames. And you know what? That that wasn't Roy's real hair. Everybody didn't know it. He always wore a gypsy's jig, to say it politely. Ah, um, okay. But that was Elvis's inspiration, so since then he always... Stuck it, his head in an inkwell. So, know. do you know about the comic book thing about Elvis? No. He liked Captain Marvel. 
Really? Does anybody know who Captain Marvel is? He is like uh, he's a Superman like hero who gains his magical powers through the word Shazam. <laughs> but the thing about it is, if you go back and look at those old Elvis pictures with the black hair, you'll also find he does the same boyish forelock curl sometimes, just like Captain Marvel. Ah, they call that the ducktail. Like, and you know what? That's come back big time. Those hairdos. I'm doing so really? many of them, but more radical shaving on the side, but. Still that inspiration of the rocker, Teddy Boy. You know, like just like we talked about, Lou, it's mm-hmm. still the rockers coming back. Uh, but anyway, carry on. Yeah, Tom Jones was your turn. So my turn, I am going with Wilson Pickett, also known as the Wicked Pickett. He was an R&B soul singer with hits that um, probably the, the younger generation may remember a movie called The Commitments. It was an Irish movie about success in rock and roll that leaned heavily on Pickett's talents. And so you got kind of a refresh of his work. And probably the most well-known song from Wilson Pickett would be Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally, it's my fa- Mustang Sally. Yeah, but um, sorry for interrupt. Did you see the commitment? Because it's if you, it's one of the best rock and roll movies I've ever seen. I put it in the top five with Grease uh, and all those. It was and all these just two girls and these guys just started this band in Dublin and they wanted to sing rhythm and blues mm-hmm. and they started this group called the commitments and the characters and the people it is the funnest happiest and you're going to love the music and they do mustang sally but it, the yeah. the the film is centered all around waiting for kind of Wilson Pickett to show up at the city because they're like his hero and they, they love all that, but they don't get much of it where they are because it all comes from you guys, you yeah, know? Yeah, The Commitments is a great film about that love of music, love of rock and roll and that drive that you want to be successful, you want to be big. And that's what was fun about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were just... And, and that's how great he was. He's, he's up where, you know... The Otis Reddins and the um, Sam and Dave, you know, all those great... Ma- he's right up there. He didn't have a great amount of hits, but what he had, kind of like the Trogs and people like that, everybody remembers. 
all those yep. hits. Well, along those lines, the commitments, the soundtrack to that movie was huge. People oh. fell in love with the music all over again, and that soundtrack charted. And you're going to fall in love with the Irish people in it. It is hilarious and great. Uh, but this is the best, I think, musical, fun, happy time. <laughs> all right, man, it's your turn. Oh. Let's see what you got. You know what? I feel like I should get in that Mustang and drive down Route 66 with the roof with my lady next to me and uh, just. You better cruise. slow that Mustang down. So I'm, get, I'm not working <laughs> next week. I'm going. All right. What have I got next? Let me see. I don't know. How can you top Tom Jones? I'm going to go back to Denton. And I know it's not nepotism because I'm not related to him, but he is from my hometown and. He's much huger everywhere I go than here, but we all remember Simply Red. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we, uh, we we talked that other, you know, I'm giving it up to you. I'm giving it up. Like we you told him. a great story about him in the Manchester show, too. So if, you, if anybody missed that, go back and listen to the Manchester show. It's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to love it. And, you know, yeah, remember MTV when you saw him, the first, mm-hmm. I think that was the oh, yeah. first video. Everyone thought, who's this? It looks like a farmer with this big chunk of red, big curler. But it makes me even more proud of that. An individual from where I come once again, as many do, create their own image and say, forget everybody else. I'm going to wear this style and I'm going to go in the pub. And if people don't like it and I'm going to sing this way, I know I'm good and I can do it. That's Mikotnal. And that's what I'm saying. Most of the styles are from... Madison Avenue here. No offense, money, let's do and all that. Most of the styles in clothing and hairdos particularly comes from the pubs and stuff. Sure. Yeah, little Jimmy going, oh, look, I'm going to shave this off and I'm going (laughs) to cut this off over here and that looks good. How about if I take a chunk out here? Yeah, I like that. People yeah, but you know those curls, the, it was perfect in the 80s when he came across with that because at that time in the 80s in America, a lot of the guys were really big on perming. They would perm their hair and get the big <laughs> curls going. I mean, Sammy Hagar was the lead singer of Van Halen for a while. How could they not love that? Yeah, but, you know, David Lee Roth, <laughs> when he had a lot of hair, they, they kept him on, but as soon as he started losing it, I think they threw him out again. He had a big riot. Well, you've got no hair. Well, I've got some. Well, get it cut off. You look like a fool. No, I'm only kidding. I love Van Halen. I'm sorry I didn't Let's want to Let's get the guy the with America. the massive dreadlocks. No, carry on. This is your turn. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, we're still on. We're still on yours. Simply Red. What you got? Give us. Tell us what you're gonna play. We want to hear. We want to hear something. All right. Don't make me come over there, young man. Holding back the years, that's what I wanted to talk about. You want to play a little of it? That's the big hit in America. No, no. I loved that one. It was like slow and mean. And it it captured your heart. If you listen once again to the story, and, you know, he's talking in a biographical kind of way, his story of life. Holding back the years. But it kind of, it can put tears to your eyes, just like, sitting on the top of the bay like we said right but um he's a soul man and that's what we're, we're dedicated to that real soulful voice that you just can't explain and you just go you know what they've got it in and this is my favorite of all favorites and it's called thrill me 
I haven't actually heard that one. Let's do that. Thrill me. Awesome. Okay, we heard it. We heard simply red. So I got one more for you today before we wrap up the Brothers of Soul. You ready? I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna do a two for one. I want to give you the Righteous Brothers. <gasps> oh, are they the most awesome? I think they're out of L.A., right? Didn't yeah. They in the '60s. Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield started in Los Angeles in 1963. Wow. They weren't brothers, though. Of course, they got different names, unless you give them stage names. They but, just felt righteously able to call themselves brothers. But you talk about <laughs> two voices that complement each other. So did Phil Spector produce any of theirs? Because it's got that Oh, yeah, song it's got that vibe about. to it, absolutely. I think he did, You're My Soul. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I love The Righteous Brothers. And um, we lost one of them, I think, a few years ago. I don't know exactly one. Yeah. Um, which was tough, but uh, who was the guy that had the hits? Was it? Well, well think about uh, Dirty Dancing. You lost that love and feeling made a comeback. And then in the 80s, because I'm a child of the 80s, you have the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. And the big pivotal scene is the Righteous Brothers doing Unchained Melody. Oh, that's right. And, and you want to talk about that Phil Spector wall of sound, a big yeah. production? That was when they started taking my this positive music and laying an orchestra underneath it. Those God. strings surging and all of that. Yeah, it is was really over he, the top. Does he catch her making the clay on the clay thingy? Yeah. He, he helps her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, that's exactly what it is. No, no, it's no, about no. ceramics I'm and sorry, I, you gotta. It takes you back to what you see, I'm saying, but... Everybody wanted to start doing clay after that movie. Yeah, it was a righteous story about making pottery. And Dirty Dancing. Every time it comes on TV, I can't keep my eyes off it. See, at least the name uh, Dirty Dancing is more open than making pottery. But they didn't take the clothes off. Not like the full Monty, which is an awesome movie. I love that. It's friggin' hilarious. (laughs) Totally off the rails, though. Coming back, though. Nothing rude or crude. It's just a fun time. No, no, no. But let's talk about the Righteous Brothers, because that's what we want to do. We want to play a little bit of... You're my soul. And my highest inspiration. And I love that one in Dirty Dancing. What's with I had the time of my life. 
No, I've never... See, I keep on telling everybody, I think I'm going to give up this DJ bit and start just singing. There's only a, there's a small have problem with it. that. In about three or four more beats, you get the synth laying itself in that says, this is a song from the 80s. Hey, hey, hey look. Don't knock my talent. If I had the right backing and the right sign behind me, I can carry it. You know my voice. No, I'm just saying his <gasps> voice comes in. Pants. You know. Get on up. Get all right. <laughs> oh no! All right, go ahead. You gotta stop. Let's, all right, let's go. Make your introduction. There is only one Godfather of Soul, my friend. All right, make your introduction. I did. Oh, did. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you make it again? You missed it. I, yeah, because it stunk so much. That's why. Let's make a. Give me, uh, give me like. No, here it is, folks. Hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. Come on, give me something with power. Introduce it again. Come on. Get make me excited. This is the beauty that is your my soul. inspiration you gotta finish off with that okay that's good there you go wow what a song man yep. I don't know good see luck. I gave you two soul men for the price of one because you need more backup so I need to give you more stuff or to because we're keep America and the... do things extra large we supersize it all well, that's the problem. More righteous think, brothers than yeah. righteous brothers not to pick on had. we're supersizing everything and everyone <laughs> all right you're finished you don't have to talk anymore because i've got the the best and the last of uh, the day so i know i'll now try to weakly defend the uk look i know it's hard look americans you know no i'm sorry i love america i'm american too but all right let's see if he can be quiet starting from now no funny uh, sounds or anything okay this is the littlest soulful guy that lived on this planet. He was five foot nothing from London, started off in a little musical. Uh, I think it was Oliver. I think he played the Artful Dodger. I'm not sure. Anyway, I think he was like 12, 14. So he ran home to mum in the kitchen. He said, mum, I don't want to be an actor anymore. I want to be a rock star. And oh, I guess... The rest is history. I'm talking about Stevie Marriott, as we call him, uh, with love and passion in our hearts, but Steve Marriott from uh, The Small Faces. 
Remember uh, uh, the small faces? I know, but yeah, the, we talked about them in an earlier. Episode. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but um, he started the small faces after that, and then he did humble pie. Uh, everybody knows the seventies humble pie. Um, but the first debut album of the Small Faces with Steve Marriott was like the most wonderful, soulful. They almost sounded, I couldn't believe that they were from London because he, they sounded so, you're going to love this, Amer- <laughs> American. Go on, say but, it. Yeah, American <laughs> because we just copy, you know, the way you sing it, but we sing it in your accent uh-huh. sometimes. But sometimes we sing it in our own accents and it's just as good. You can't sing in an English accent because you sound weird. Okay, I got to admit that there uh, are times that does sound fantastic. Yeah. But uh, this guy was incredible. Unfortunately, he died at home. He, uh, I believe uh, him and Peter Frampton had just signed a contract to uh, reunite Humble Pie in the oh. 70s. And he was out celebrating and went home. And he, uh, in all the pictures ever since I was a kid watching him being interviewed, he lived in this lovely thatch roof cottage and everything. Mm. And he was a smoker and we won't get into details, but... Anyway, enough about that. I just wanted to let you know, because it's, uh, it's good to know people where they were and where they went. Um, but he is absolutely amazing. And the Small Faces had so many more hits, of course, than what they'd had over here. They must have had, I can't even imagine how many number one hits. But anyway, um, and Humble Pie, the legendary, you know. They're up there with Aerosmith, um, Grand Funk Railroad, um, all those great bands they could fill the Fillmore East and look at Peter Frampton you know after they he did his own thing too but nobody would with all the technology and all the wonderful effects and talent nobody can beat Humble Pie live on stage in the front row alright so what do you got for us and what do you want to play let's do a twofer you know give, give me two um, no, because this is powerful enough to wipe you off the planet, and I don't want to. I don't want to jump on you and dig the butt. It's from uh, his first album with the Small Faces, and I love it. It's just like one of my favorite songs of all time, and it's what you gonna do about it? I want you to give me your sweet, sweet kisses. Want you to hold me tight. All right, Stevie, this is all about you, man. Hit it. What Very cool. What you gonna do about it? We sh- we always finish off like having fun and picking on each other. <laughs> so we should start and do a finish off. 
All right. If I take that back, it would be too predictable. Can I get out of here now? Wrong. I, I hope I'm getting paid for this. You know, look, I hang up, you know, I'm paid for like a couple of hours and it's gone past the time. Am I going to get extra? It's all uh, about the Washingtons. Oh, <laughs> I'm only doing it because we're, we're I don't, I was going to say we're good together, but that, I can't say that. Folks, the only reason he's still rolling is because I'm standing between him and the door. <laughs> he's gonna have to get past me to get out no actually you know what we've had a great session we've talked about the brothers of soul it's been a great bookend to the sisters of soul and just another example of how much wonderful music there is out there but we're gonna say goodbye for now and we'll come back and we'll do plenty more in the meantime we want to hear from you tell us what you love if we if we sparked a memory for you share that with us if you want to hear more let us know we'll be posting links and stuff for you to check this out it's all about fun, love, happiness, peace and joy, making you feel good, having fun, learning some odd bits and bobs which are interesting, and having a great time and listening to those wonderful, fantastic sounds that we want to bring to you. Thank you so much for listening again, folks. And please, next time, we're going to go even more exciting. Can you believe that? And so from me, Steve, the Limey, and from... Blake the Yank. God bless everyone, and thanks for tuning in again. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Have to end it now, folks. I'm Steve Atkins, a limey, and I'm off to my favorite pub for a pint. So I'm closing up the mic. And I'm Blake Bennett, the Yank. And I don't know about these pints, but I am going to have my favorite beverage in a perfectly American standardized sized can. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show and keep an eye out for us because we got more on the way. See ya.